0: Shom Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to On Shom Rebiog. Welcome back to the tiny room for the first time in the year of 2020. Welcome back to Michael and Benjamin's podcast I am the Michael named thusly in the title Michael and Benjamin's podcast Titular Exactly And I am joined by the man who in the dream I had about him last night Dropped Hollywood starlet Malin Ackerman down some stairs It's Benjamin Yeah I probably shouldn't have done that That wasn't a dream
1: Michael That was another cocaine binge Oh very good We do enjoy ourselves Welcome to season three (gasps) The music
0: Very good, yes. Uh, Benjamin, what are we talking about? Ben. (laughs) Stuff. A lot of stuff has happened. Pop culture stuff. Yeah, let's do do our classic. We'll have a look at some news. Then we'll have a look at some reviews. Then we'll fill in the rest with rambling With stuff. Very good, Ben. The first thing, Ben, is you have shown me just moments ago... Using the power of a tele- televisual communication device. Yes. That the TV show
1: Lock and Key is to exist. Yes, the TV show Lock and Key is to exist, Michael, on Netflix of all places, on Netflix of all places. Um, I think they're the only ones that can do these big bushy things these days for TV shows. Just seem to. I tell you what, Benjamin, it looks spectacular. It looks awfully, awfully, awfully good. It's very professional looking. Very sleek, very streamlined. It's been in development hell, Michael, for quite a few years now. Of course, there was a pilot, wasn't there? I think there was. There I've was never a seen pilot. it.
0: Did you, I think I watched the pilot? I think we talked about this before. We, there we was did. A pilot. We've,
1: yeah, we've had a lock and key episode, I think. Yeah, did somewhere we did in our history. I think we have somewhere one somewhere in our history. Anyway, Michael is a huge fan. As I sit here in the tiny room, yeah, um, I can see them from where I'm sitting. One, two, three, four, five, and six. Yeah, Michael.
0: there are others as well, though, but they're just not as neatly organized. <laughs> also, Benjamin. I actually use a key to manipulate your mind, because every time we do this podcast, at the end you go, that's it, I'm never doing that again, and then I pop a key in your head, open you up, and take out that idea.
1: I suspect it as much,
0: more. And I goal. keep them in a little jar, and I, I torture them.
1: Oh, that doesn't that doesn't actually shock me all that much. In fact, that, that reads, that's right on character for you, you sadistic podcast Megalomania. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly. Um, But it but, looks looks very good, Michael. I was a little apprehensive at the beginning of the trailer, Michael, because it felt very Disney to me. Did you think um, so? The soundtrack made it feel very Disney. But okay. then, Michael, mm-hmm. if you watch the trailer, you notice there's a scene where there's a young lady soaked in blood. Mm. So I'm figuring it's probably not all that Disney-like. Probably not. Um, but,
0: Benjamin, I have to say, just watching that trailer there, it looks on the money for
1: it's going to be the, the show. Yes no it's, it's <laughs> Thanks for that Michael Joel That was Zane. very succinct yeah. um, No it looks like It's going to do The, the L gothic undertones Quite well Because Joe Hill Michael Bloody mm. horror writer Bloody son of Stephen King Yeah Michael. Joe Hill Not his real name uh, Joe Hill Not his real name a, a pseudonym A pen name A nom de guerre So he wasn't associated With his father Um, it's not a nom de plume it's all I just missed the exact one that I was trying to find i give you all the other possible ones fake names um, (laughs) except for the one that I wanted Um, what was I going to say yeah Joe Hill not a bad horror writer not a bad horror writer. I Michael. haven't read any of his books. Horns is one turned into oh, a movie with Mister Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe, yeah. Also, one called Nosferatu, Nosferatu. If you're into that kind of thing, with the number four, yeah. About a about a hitchhiking vampire. Oh, very clever. Um, yeah, so he's not bad. He's got a, he's got a nice got a nice little style to him. Enjoyable Benjamin, reads.
0: I'm gonna spin my wheels here while you figure this out. Who is going to be playing Echo?
1: That's a great question, Michael. You spin your wheels in the
0: in the pilot, Ben. That I think who produced the pilot was it ABC. I'm glad ABC aren't doing it. But in the pilot, all those years ago, it was Casenia Solo, who That's I always nice thought name. was a pretty good shout for that character. But it looked to me in the trailer like I'm going to do a little spoiler here, Ben. So everyone should just take off you, you go, Michael. Just brace themselves for a little spoiler for the show, uh, the upcoming show Lock and Key. Echo is. A spirit in female form, but originally a
1: boy. Yes, it's a it's a gender-bending spirit. It's a
0: gender-bending spirit. And it looked to me in the trailer, we only got a very brief glimpse of someone who it might have been, and it could have been their male form.
1: We don't necessarily know.
0: Fem- it would be pretty interesting if they went an androgynous route and it was actually the same actor playing the male and the female form just with different makeup or something. Now, like Michael, it. that seems very possible here because
1: what? what we've got here is Felix Mallard has mm-hmm. been cast in a reoccurring role on the upcoming Netflix adaptation of Lock and Key. Mm-hmm. Mallard will play Lucas Caravaggio, a charming yes. teenager in the town of Matheson whose exposure to magic leads to serious complications. Mm-hmm. Um, so he will appear opposite... El Fanning No that's not it Never mind That's a different thing That's a different thing Um, He joins Yeah it doesn't give us The female Echo But he would seem To be playing The the male version That's interesting Of Echo It doesn't say anything About androgyny abounds Lucas Caravaggio Uh, Lucas Caravaggio Is the original character Who then messes around with magic and becomes Echo.
0: Big spoiler there Ben I was trying to be a bit vaguer But you've spoiled well, it much should. more But that's fine Look that's fine You're not known for your subtlety Benjamin It's a very old comic Michael Speaking of <laughs> not being known For your subtlety We also saw
1: the new trailer For the Birds of Prey Bop uh, We did We did And the fabulous emancipation Of Harley Quinn Michael I think it's a testament mm-hmm. To how much a trailer Can affect your willingness To watch a film Yes Because when I watched The original Birds of Prey trailer I went No No thank you That's not true. me when I watched This Birds of Tra- Prey trailer mm-hmm. I went Yes Yes I will watch that.
0: Benjamin, are you concerned, as we have been in the past with DC movies, that the first trailer may have been more representative of the film and the second trailer is a much better trailer, but then the film will be much more like the first trailer or DC are listening to this podcast and they'll say, oh, Ben prefers the second trailer. You editing house, get in there and make the film more like that second trailer you just sold us.
1: Well, Michael, I think between you and I, we obviously know that, yes, that's definitely what's happening. The latter option is exactly what DC <laughs> that was a is doing. very complex question. Uh, <laughs> are, you, are you talking about an else Suicide Squad Syndrome?
0: Yeah, Suicide Squad. Uh, basically any kind of DC suicide movie that's come squad. out in the last while. I think Suicide Squad is the one that famously famously did Yeah, that. we
1: were all into it and then we went and sat and went, oh. Oh no, this is oh, nothing no. like that. Um Look, I think... I think this movie is trying very hard and this mm-hmm. trailer makes it very clear that we're distancing ourselves from the L Suicide Squad there because we're starting with the breakup of Harley Quinn. And yeah,
0: and a bit of a statement about Jared Leto's Joker. Um,
1: yeah, we're just not having any of that anymore. We're
0: going to crash him into a chemical plant. I don't know if that camera. actually happens but
1: it looks like that might actually happen. Yeah. Um, so that'll be that'll be interesting to see. I'm excited to see Ewan McGregor as a Roman Sionis. Oui, Ewan looks, McGregor. looks bloody interesting. Um Look, I'm more interested in this one. I find out Cassandra Kane's in it, Michael. Very interesting to see Cassandra Kane there because that's Batgirl. Batgirl, at, the at a certain Batgirl. point, she's now known as Orphan in the DC continuity. Yeah. Um, which is a bit she on was the nose. Someone notes. else as well. Um, Wasn't she yeah, for a she while? was
0: Echo. Was she called Echo? I think she's oh, oh, called Whisper.
1: Maybe Whisper. I can't remember. I can't remember. Anyway, she played a, a bloody silent assassin for a yeah. while. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, She doesn't talk. She's mute. she looks like a pickpocket? Yeah. in this mm-hmm. she is one of the best martial artists in the comics continuity yeah I don't know if they're in the same way um, the I don't I, I think they're probably definitely not she's raised by the League of Assassins yeah Assassins um, and that's a whole thing so look the Huntress is there mm. bloody uh, mm. Renee Montoya yep. a little bit of LGBTQ representation there yep. uh, for the gang um, so it look it looked very interesting Bjork was the soundtrack an oddly fitting thing to a very pro-drugs yes very, very cocaine will get you through it don't yeah. you worry don't worry cocaine, um, superheroes are based on cocaine Okay. I enjoy right at the beginning when Margot Robbie is doing her narration that her Australian accent slips in there with yeah, her, her kind bit. of, <laughs> yeah, and it, I was like, oh, bit. oh Margot, Quite doesn't matter, look, we're going to have to go see it, Michael. Um, I am more eager to see it based on this trailer than I was in the previous trailer, but it could be a case of trailer shenanigans. Trailer shenanigans. Trailer fun. shenanigans. Benjamin, doesn't Margot Robbie look like Jamie Presley? Yeah, she does. It's yeah. startling. Yeah, it's, it's starting it's starting to become more and more so as she gets older.
0: Yeah, it's weird. Um anyway, what are we talking about next? But I think we'll move into is there any more was there any
1: more news? Bloody, bloody, bloody bloody Speaking of Batman, yeah. um bloody Farler has gone and gotten himself uh gone and gotten himself a round of casting. Do you think that the Batman, Matt Reeves the Batman yes. starring Robert Pattinson,
0: yes, <laughs> <laughs> is going to just feature all of the villains in little cameos
1: because there's too many now. Yeah, it's pretty stacked to the ceiling. What's going on? Um, stacked. I think we're probably going to get a, quite a few, um, yeah, cameos. I think it's going to be. Cameos. I think I think we're going to get like a, a trip through Gotham, mm-hmm. and we're just going to see different things. Um, I am looking forward to seeing the Penguin. Um, that's going to be very enjoyable for me to watch, Michael. I, I, I'm assuming he's going to keep his Irish accent. He keeps his Irish accent in just about everything. No, he didn't have
0: his Irish accent in phone box,
1: or Fantastic Beasts and Where to or Not Fantastic Find Fantastic Beasts. Where where are they? <laughs> where are the Fantastic Beasts? Oh, uh, we should definitely be allowed to write Hollywood movies, Michael. Uh, um, we, yeah, he didn't he, have it in that either. I suppose he he's
0: about fifty fifty. Yeah, look, we, and we, don't we, forget as well that in the movie which we saw. Recently, that's mm. not his real accent
1: It's he, not He was doing a funny voice that was a, that was a very intense version of it Speaking of movies we've seen recently, Michael Okay,
0: let's talk about movies we've seen recently, Benjamin Go on,
1: you you lashed into it there,
0: Michael Well, the movie I saw first, Ben, was The Much Maligned Cats Oh, God Because I'm magical, Mr. Mustaphalees Benjamin, I went to see Cats The massive financial failure of Cats yeah. And let me tell you, Ben What we've witnessed there is the birth of a legend of cinema
1: is it is it cuz i've i've heard mixed reports here michael i've heard You've that heard it's mixed not even reports that's what this <laughs> section of the podcast is called mixed reports. mixed reports for the movies that ben just can't stomach yes um i've heard that it's not even ironically enjoyable michael benjamin's what i've heard it's well don't
0: get if you want to go and enjoy it ironically get out of here it's not for you you okay. son of a bitch Fair benjamin enough. do you like the massively broadly successful or musical cats no well then it's
1: not for you okay
0: But you know the massively broadly successful, enduringly popular musical Cats? Yes. With its massive fan base?
1: Yes. It's for them. But it didn't make any money, Michael.
0: It will. It won't. It will. It won't. We're going to be that. That movie is going to be playing in cinemas in thirty years' time.
1: I doubt that. And true. there's going to
0: be people at it. You haven't even
1: bloody seen the thing. Mm. I'm. You don't I just. Know, you don't know the. I'm the, playing the, a foil here, Michael. This podcast doesn't work if I go. Oh really? Oh really? Oh yeah, really? Yeah. Well, hold on.
0: But <laughs> you, you also don't know the enduring enduring legacy of. I can't speak. I've forgotten how to podcast. You've lost your ability to podcast. Um, that's the, shocking.
1: We did take a very long break. Yeah,
0: nearly three weeks. Um, the enduring popularity of the musical theatre production Cats. Spend. Says a lot because this movie, the movie Cats, not the musical theater production Cats, (laughs) the enduringly popular, no, the not enduringly popular musical Cats is an on screen (sighs) cinema version of the enduringly popular musical Cats. Christ. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you don't like the enduringly popular musical theater production Cats, then the musical theatre movie
1: film Cats
0: probably isn't aimed at you anyway in the first place. Despite
1: my irritation, I am very impressed by your verbal dexterity. (laughs) I'm
0: struggling a bit. So, Benjamin, for example, right, the the enduringly popular musical theatre production Cats... Isn't a plot based thing It's people dressed as cats Jumping about and singing And introducing themselves And going I'm the cat who lives on the railway I am the railway cat Railway cat I am living on the railway Now I'll do a little tap Imagine I'm on a railway Right? In the film You don't have to imagine He's on a railway Because the imagination Takes place on the screen
1: Right With, With the old Industrial light and magic Industrial light and magic For example
0: Right Also Yeah it's If you like the musical It's good and I quite like the musical.
1: Right, moving on so. from there, Michael. What do we see together? I don't remember. I'm, I'm I cats. cats.
0: <laughs> I, I like cats.
1: It was good. You did not like cats. I did like don't cats. Don't lie to I'm, me. I didn't. Un- don't lie to the I, listenership. I
0: enjoyed the music, the musical theater movie production. <laughs> cats. Ladies and gentlemen,
1: he enjoyed the musical theater production, Cats. Yeah. He so, enjoyed the film theater production, Cats. cats yeah. <laughs> purely through spite, no. because none of his regular cinema buddies would go with him. Yeah I had to go with, he, I had to he texted go with it. Shane I with, and myself, friend of the podcast, Shane and myself twice yeah. to say, right, when are we going to Cats? To go and to cats. both times, for the first time ever, Shane and I went, no, yeah. we're Shame not you doing agreed.
0: it. But look, Ben, I called the girls and I went with the girls and we saw Cats. He did. And it was great.
1: If you'd like to see him and the girls seeing um, <laughs> the musical Cats, check out Sean Rebuke Nothing on Instagram. You'll find him there with a face of pure joy. Pure joy. Because it was great. Unbridled joy. It was
0: great. Ian McKellen is in it. He seems to have been given a different set of directions from everyone else. It's quite amusing. Right. Oh, it was great.
1: Okay, moving on from there to something we all saw together, Michael. Mm-hmm. The gentleman, Why, without
0: the girls, though. But fucking guy Richie in it. Fucking guy Richie you innit? fucking you slay. Yeah, we don't usually say the c word on the podcast. You slay.
1: No, we can't say that one. No, no, no. <laughs> there are there are there are some people here that listen to. Look, Guy Ritchie is famous for a few things. Yeah. He loves a bloody bloody coincidental saving. Yeah. A bloody uh, all the plot lines come together in a, a sheer coincidence. He yeah. loves that. Yeah. Loves an L chase scene. Yeah. Loves an L violence in the background motif. Yeah loves an owl bloody C C word C bomb yeah (laughs) Um, and we actually waited we timed it Michael to see how long it would take him to drop one about three minutes in the first conversation three minutes in bloody bloody what's his name oh god I've forgotten Hugh Grant Hugh Grant bloody boom drops it Um, bloody enjoyable film all the same Michael Really enjoyable Ben back on form he's had a few flops here and there sometimes they work sometimes they don't Michael famous musical theatre production Aladdin uh, that was pretty good did was Aladdin that. good?
0: Yeah, Aladdin was Aladdin good. Really good yeah. Did make any money? Oh yeah,
1: made some money. Oh, made they all do, money. don't they? They did, all make did, big yeah, money. I think it broke a billion. Money. That's how he got to make another crime film. Yeah, he had that bloody yeah. look. Bloody, <laughs> bloody money. <laughs> look,
0: boys, I made a bloody Aladdin for you now. Right, let me get my crime. My bloody routine. Hey. Yep. You can't. <laughs>
1: Anyway Colin, Colin Farrell steals the show Probably Steals him and Matthew McConaughey mm. Match made in heaven 10 out of 10 Would watch again I don't think he
0: has any scenes With Matthew McConaughey
1: I know But they both <laughs> As separate characters <laughs> yeah. Steal the show yeah. um, Look it's It's a convoluted little tale yeah, a uh, With a framing device mm. Cat, Classic Guy Ritchie Where one man tells a story And we see that story In various forms Goes a little bit meta On this one Michael it Does a Turns bit. out that uh, This is all blo- What's his name? Hugh Hugh Grant's character. Hugh Grant plays a bizarrely camp, tabloid private eye. He's a paparazzo, really. Yeah, that's basically what he is. But he plays a a bizarrely camp kind of version of that called Fletcher, Um, and he's been tracking some some London shenanigans. Yeah, it's classic Um, London shenanigans. But this is a much this is a much more modern London shenanigan. This this strays very far from from Guy Ritchie's kind of traditional. London based antics Where we had like A bunch of boys From various neighbourhoods Doing London things Um, And this one is Oh how has London changed The big international city That it is these days There's Chinese Sadiq Khan is the mayor There's bloody Foreign investment abounds Um, So it's pretty interesting To kind of see him Broaden his little London show Mm -hmm. Colin Farrell's in it Colin Farrell isn't it The Farreller Um, He's in there um, And it's interesting To kind of see this thing play out I would say it's his best crime one Since Snatch I think it's it's one of his stronger ones. But do you like Dags? Um, I do like Dags. Yeah, very good. Um, yeah, look, he has a whole new cast. We haven't we haven't got any of his staples. There was no Jason Fleming in this one.
0: It was Charlie Hunnam.
1: Uh, Char- oh actually His his new favourite mm. Charlie Hunnam I think he owed Charlie Hunnam After Bloody King Charlie. Arthur He was just like Look I'll put All you in the next one I'm listen sorry listen, Charlie sorry about that sorry, mate put, Sorry <laughs> about that mate You absolute fuckhead <laughs> Put, put, your next put you in the next one mate Put, put you in the next film. one <laughs> um, I don't think he talks like that I he think Guy Ritchie is quite
0: fucking... Also Guy Ritchie is big into jiu jitsu I don't know if you know that So it's really... Yeah Guy Ritchie he loves jiu jitsu He takes his jiu jitsu mats With him everywhere he goes
1: Also uh, The man who plays Lord George Whose name I don't know mm was also uh, in Henry Golding uh, no no uh, oh, Lord George, Lord George no. is the older Other Chinese, uh, Chinese gentleman uh, Henry Golding plays Dry Eye Dry Eye not Who's a Dry a, Eye in the House not a Dry Eye in the House who's the kind of up and coming uh, young fella kind of yeah. trying to take on the world um, Matthew McConaughey is amazing um, Matthew
0: McConaughey plays Matthew McConaughey
1: he, That's what he does in everything He's but Matthew it's, McConaughey in London it, The man is 90% charisma mm. And then a few vital human organs <laughs> You know who was great in it? Who was? Colin Farrell Colin Farrell was amazing Very Michael. funny um, He's the coach yeah. uh, And he's basically an Irish boxing coach yeah. An MMA fighter yeah, he's very um, good. There's an excellent chip shop scene mm. Where vinegar's used to teach some pups a some lesson, pups a lesson. Um, Great his dialogue is amazing. That's the, it, it stays with you. Funny thing is,
0: I heard a lot of people, a lot of English people saying, Ma- Mark Kermode, for example, said uh, Colin Farrell playing what I'm sure is a very sensitive depiction of an Irishman in London.
1: And speaking as Irishman, Ben, I thought it was actually
0: quite accurate. I, it was actually...
1: To be fair, there's no hamming it up. Yeah. He's an Irishman mm. and he has that kind of... He hams it up a little bit. He ham. Okay, there's a touch of ham. There's a touch of ham. Mm. But uh, overall not a bad depiction of an Irishman like he's a bit silly in his tracksuit and he has all the other lads in a tracksuit I know
0: know people who dress and talk like that (laughs) there you go
1: so So there you go you're part of a very different world to me Michael Mm -hmm. um but look, I, I didn't think it was all that bad. Matthew McConaughey is very enjoyable. He gives a speech about a line in the jungle. Yeah. Um, as I said to you walking out of the cinema, I'm fairly certain Matthew McConaughey might have just sat down Star-liped with a beer that. and a pickled egg mm-hmm. and actually said that. And Guy Ritchie was like, Keep it in the film. Keep it in the fucking film, Keep, keep mate. it in the fucking film. That's pretty brilliant. Fucking you, fuckhead. Um, look, it's an enjoyable romp. Fucking jujitsu, We'll have a match. <laughs> it's an enjoy. Do you think you could take Guy Ritchie? You probably could. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, could pretty, take I'm Guy Ritchie. Ritchie. Yeah, really um, but, He's pretty good, though, I've heard.
0: But yeah, well, I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs>
1: anyway. Anyway, mm-hmm. um I found it very enjoyable, Michael. A return to Form of Sorts for his crime dramas. I enjoy a lot of Guy Richie stuff though. I I'm, don't really. I see, I would be in the minority, I think, of, of the people we know with taste and, and Oh <laughs> judgment. very good, very um, good. see what you've done there. I would be in the minority. I did enjoy the film Cats. Uh, well I mean I think that speaks more about your taste than... cats
0: are cats
1: anyway Guy Ritchie's going to be um, Guy Ritchie's going to be directing cats. the sequel to Cats Cats 2 let's fucking have you um, fucking <laughs> Cats 2 less cats <laughs> come and have a go if you think you're cat enough um, with Idris Elba in the primary role and Jared Butler playing the old Tomcat down in the alley oh that'd be good um, answer, yeah. <laughs> I'd watch that but anyway, um, it was kind of a return to form for him. I think it brings all his classic tropes together. Um, there's been some criticism of Charlie Hunnam in it, Michael, it's including fine. from my brother who said, oh, I just didn't get it, I thought it was a bit shit. He's a cipher.
0: He's an he's he's, yeah, audience exactly. surrogate. He's, he's
1: our audience yeah. surrogate. So he's just there to do a job. Um, I think he's also probably playing a character that we don't quite understand in that he's a northern man who's attempting to be a lot cleaner and kind of put together. And so I, think, what's going on. I think that's a big part of what's going on there, and I think that's been seen in a couple of things. Um, he's almost like a Thomas Shelby character from Peaky Blinders. Never seen Peaky Blinders. Uh, okay, well if you're if you're not familiar with that, I think they're kind of channeling that northern suave thing the Peaky Blinders has created. Is that um,
0: is that friend of the podcast? Um, what's his name? The weird
1: guy, Killian Murphy. Oh, it's Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy. Uh, he's also Irish. Killian Murphy. Um, it's Killian Murphy, and he's also very Irish. Um, yeah, that's that's fine. Probably small. Yeah, he would probably just intimidate me into back no and use down. at jiu We don't know that, Michael. No, I'm pretty sure okay fair enough um, but anyway um, there was a lot of cr- uh, criticism of that particular character I also listened to the Mark Kermode uh, review afterwards and Mark Kermode's a little bit salty about the depiction of tabloids and journalists in, in that film he doesn't like it um, he's a little bit and I understand why it's not a very flattering depiction, yeah, of, a very flattering depiction of the media but I, I think it would be fair to say from our perspective Michael mm-hmm. that's how a lot of people view the English media especially oh, yeah. here in Ireland oh, yeah. that, that's exactly what we think of of English yeah, media it's the <laughs> Daily yeah. Mail
0: the reason, Ben, I'm not a big fan of, of Guy Ritchie in general Is I don't like his glorification of criminals He
1: does glorify them
0: quite bit. Yeah. Tell you what he doesn't like, Michael Yes, quite And
1: I say this not to offend anybody Because I know this term can cause quite a bit of He Doesn't like a junkie
0: no he doesn't like junkies or, or a pikeies. drug addict yeah. should we
1: say a drug addict yeah. or a tra- member well, a drunk, of the travelling community junkie is the word he uses junkie is the word that he uses because I don't I don't want to throw that out there because I know that's a very sensitive issue Michael um, that's a rare bit of sensitivity and forethought from me there mm, you alright 2020 new decade new, baby new new decade new less ben. lawsuits for Ben um, <laughs> but he, he's uh, yeah a lot of his movies because I went back and I, I've, I've done a little Guy Ritchie retrospective Michael mm-hmm. in my own time mm-hmm. and I went back and watched Snatch and I went back and watched Rock and Roller mm-hmm. again not a very favourable depiction of drug addicts in rock and roller. No, he doesn't not like a, drug addicts. He's, he's not. A fan. He's speaking to jujitsu. You see, is, is 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 it part of the jujitsu code to hate those who are addicted to drugs? Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. That's
0: what jiu-jitsu means in Japanese. <laughs> Junkie
1: beater. Junkie scum. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, look, it's it's interesting to see that. I think there are some great scenes. I think it's an oddly mature version of his shtick. I think he kind of almost leaned there are some heavy characterizations, but they're not nearly as over the top as before sorry we're running out of time ladies <laughs> and gentlemen so that was just our little uh, review of The Gentleman I enjoyed it quite a bit I think all three of us walked out saying eh, it was a bit of alright
0: we were calling either other fuckhead uh, yeah so we tried to stay to away from the fuckhead. c-word
1: and I'm glad we got through that review without the c-word yeah we got through the uh, whole thing moving on from there Michael it's yeah. been a bloody season of reviews for us here at the podcast non- what else did we watch Stop. non-stop The Mandalorian The Mandalorian watched very it all good. wrap up yeah. very good watch The me. Darksaber Saber. Michael, yeah, that's interesting a little twist, isn't it? It's not really. It's also not a really spoilery spoiler. Well, I just said a word. It's, it's a you have to spoil. see where it fits in.
0: Uh, yeah, but that's a bit of a twist. We we saw the end of Watchmen. So the,
1: oh, I didn't, but you did. You still haven't seen it? Mm. Get on that, Ben. It's mm. very good.
0: Very good. Uh, yeah, the the swan song of the Marvel TV uh, universe. Couldn't care less. Uh, the Runaways is not very good. Couldn't care less. And Ben, the surprise hit of the decade <laughs> yes. in the world of TV. Uh, friend of Guy Ritchie mm. Henry Cavill Henry Cavill The Witcher Cavill Cavill. Henry Cavill, Cavill. As Gerald As The Witcher Geralt. Gerald
1: Gerald 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 The Witcher Gerald Jerry Jerry The Witch Yeah uh, Yeah sure look Michael we watched The
0: Witcher on Netflix Just shut up for one second Ben You were telling me some facts About The Witcher's viewership I was Go on tell me though
1: I was But Michael It pretty it swooped in there Because it only came out At the end of December mm-hmm. And it became the most on-demand show of 2019. Incredible! It pipped everything at the post. Watchmen. Bloody John Favreau was sitting there, arms crossed behind his back, yeah. just going, "Oh yeah, I've raked it, it in." I've Best it. show I'm of 2019. Go and make a spaghetti. And then, uh, bloody Bard comes along with a bloody with a bloody mandolin. He and goes, "Hey, hey." Toss was a view to you, witcher, really O oh, valley of plenty. Really uh, apart from giving do. us the catchiest song of 2019. Um, yeah, it bloody pipped everyone to the post and has become the most on demand show um, of 2019. Oh, Right at the... the end.
0: Yeah, right at the end. What was what... salt in Jon Favreau's wounds. You see, the thing about The Mandalorian is Disney Plus is big, but it's 10% of Netflix. Yeah. So, the, you know, you have to factor that in. And you also have to factor in piracy. Yeah, yeah, because piracy is then a big thing. We didn't pirate the Mandalorian. We went to America,
1: that America, and we watched it week on week. We're still waiting to be reimbursed but, by the Irish government. Ridiculous for business expenses.
0: But most of bloody Europe, yes, probably. And I'm not saying name any names. Probably pirated the Mandalorian.
1: Yes Not saying anything. No names I definitely lot, wouldn't have my lot, hand up a In the tiny of, room
0: A lot of people probably did Whereas The Witcher Anyone can watch The Witcher Anyone can watch The Witcher All you do, Witcher. Need to do is pay your seven euro on Netflix or whatever And that helps And it does help And you've got A, a shirtless Henry
1: Cavill I mean oh, It was good There's, there's was good boobies in it There there are there are a lot of tatas <laughs> Yes um, There's sword fighting There's a lot of so- that. Michael I have to say Yeah Very enjoyable sword fighting mm. Very enjoyable sword there's fighting There's lots of Kicking a man in the head Oh There was quite a bit of that mm-hmm. Um Look, Michael, are we are we do a little breakdown? We're trying to do a spoiler free because it's a bit early in the. Well, yeah. is
0: it? Is it? Look, uh, we we we'll we'll do a mild s- spoilers. Okay,
1: mild spoilers. We're trying not to give away any of the look, big ben, moments.
0: To be honest, the the story of the Witcher is long since told, and this is his origin essentially. Yes, <laughs> not really, but you know what I mean. It's it, it's, it's early gone. Yeah, it's early gone. If early you've days. Played, if you've played the games,
1: this has all been covered. If, yeah,
0: if you've even read the back of the box of the games. Mm, you, true. You you pretty much know because oh, right. this season is putting everyone in place. It's like season one
1: of Preacher, the show. Okay, then we'll do maybe spoilers. Yeah, maybe may spoilers. spoilers. But Jennifer, Jennifer um, of Vengerberg, yeah, um, is in it. Bloody Tris is there. Tris Merigold is mm. is there, or is she Ben, or is she? <laughs> is she really? I mean, we'll get to that in a second, Michael. Um, one of the key distinctions there, Michael, because you mentioned the games is mm-hmm. this is based. This TV series is based on the book. Is it? Um, and I was given the book. By a good friend of the podcast, Connor, who is, is our sometimes cameraman. Connor's actually um, Yeah, of, um, of the podcast. And uh, he gave me the first collection of short stories mm-hmm. in the Witcher series. Uh, Literature In the native Polish. Uh, which is the last wish. In the native Polish. I've had a very intense uh, December of learning Polish, just so I could read those bloody pretty books. Very um, No, I'm kidding. I read it yes in English. Yes, I'm sexy. Um, and it's a very, 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 very... Does that mean, yes, I'm sexy? No, it means, I am sexy. Oh, I am sexy. That yeah. makes sense. Um, it's true. Michael is a very very, 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 very attractive man. It's also the only thing I can say in Polish. Well, it's all you need. Michael would a face no, like no. that. No, no. Uwaga. What does that mean? Caution. Oh see. vaga. Caution. I'm yes, very sexy. sexy. Yes. <laughs> All right. Moving on from there. Swiftly, ladies and gentlemen. So I have read the first book um just last week. Um after having watched the L series. And mm-hmm. so I can I can actually give us a hand here as we go, go along. Then. But anyway, um of the main things in it, there are some very good things about this show, Michael. Yes. The performances Henry Cavill S- solid. Very good. Solid. Jennifer Wengerberg is very enjoyable to watch. Mm-hmm. Um bloody Henry Cavill is great to watch. Mm. 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 Uh, a little bit of language spoiler too fuck 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 mm. Mm. I actually had a friend and she said I couldn't watch it after the first episode because of his voice too sexy it's, no she said it was too I, irritating I can see that <laughs> but I think yeah. I think she and she is a great Henry Cavill fan but she was like nope couldn't do it after the first episode if I had to listen to him go mmm it did take a while. <laughs> yeah. I was
0: I was surprised that Henry Cavill had committed so much to doing the voice. He hardcore committed to it. I thought he was just gonna Henry Cavill it, and, and it doesn't.
1: It's only when you listen to the game side by side. It's there are a few side by side, very close. Very close. Yeah. He he methoded the crap out of yeah. that. Um,
0: I hope he has a good voice coach because talking in that voice for a long it's period is going to Very damaging on the vocal cords if you're not
1: doing it. He well. doesn't actually talk as much as you think, though. No, he doesn't talk very much um, at all.
0: But still, you know, for every hour on screen there's probably 10 or 20 hours of acting
1: yeah that's fair and his voice would be in bits yeah <laughs> his voice would be in bits so not his body involved. the size of the man in this show Michael
0: Ben you're easily impressed by large men well I'm quite a small man Michael, <laughs> so yes yes I am he has definitely worked out and dehydrated
1: we are not, yeah, but that's how they all do it, Michael. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's the insult it should be anymore. No, it's not an insult. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a fully accepted part he's of Hollywood a, muscles. He's a, he's a pretty big dude. Um, he's a pretty big dude. Good at um, jiu-jitsu, apparently. Good. Not, <laughs> not as good as, he, as Guy Ritchie. Him though. and Guy Ritchie have a little scrap now and then. Yes. Oh, nice. Okay. I, I think that's what solidified their friendship. Are you coaching them, Michael? No, no. Is this, no, how, no, you, is but, this uh, how you're launching your celebrity jiu-jitsu coaching service?
0: No, we're doing it, Ben. You know our long-term plan is to do a celebrity jiu-jitsu fight series on YouTube. You just <laughs> want to
1: see me get the crap kicked out of myself, Michael. That's all you want to see look to be um, fair like let's say I probably you could were, get in shape Michael let's say let's say
0: you were to fight um, you were to fight Guy Ritchie Guy Ritchie would beat you y- yeah fair yeah. Henry Cavill would beat you probably just on size alone. Pure, pure size Michael um, he's twice me I think even to be honest that English prick what's his name there
1: are so many English pricks you know, Michael I'm you're going to have to be about. more oh, fucking bloody that uh, guy you know
0: him no, I, I was married to Katy Perry for a while Russell Brown Russell Russell? I, I think Russell would beat you on experience to be honest yeah fair But I think you have a shot against Jonah Hill if we get you training soon enough okay,
1: okay. what okay. are we talking about that's very the specific The Witcher so his performance is very good mm. um, I think the budget is phenomenal I 10 think million an episode I think they it's say. a very <froofs> Loops that is insane yeah. Um it, it shows. Mm. Like it's it's the the monsters are great. Mm. The, the digital are effects great. are very good. Mm. Um, Everyone's in the nude, they, they, but the actors are great. Siri, mm. the the young lady who you plays Siri, does a very good job. Yes, uh, Calanthe is a very interesting character That's Who's the Queen Calanthe? of Queen um, Calanthe, queen Calanthe yeah. Who is the grandmother of Siri. Mm-hmm. She's a great actress She's very, very enjoyable To watch on screen mm-hmm. um, Look it's all It's all very good Michael It
0: is all very good I Except,
1: Except Yes go on Oh sorry Go on You do your There are a couple of things I, I wasn't yeah, I was just about by. to I
0: didn't think the casting of Yennefer was great
1: yeah, You don't like the Yennefer
0: I, casting she is Why a, is that now? She is a fabulously Fabulously attractive woman She is And a very good actress Yes But I just think she's too young.
1: She is. she doesn't have the, the, the presence of an older lady, yeah, an intimidating and, older lady. And
0: I always thought the point of Yennefer was that she was probably uh, close to 40. <laughs> that's just know? how you wanted it in your
1: head. Michael? Yeah, well, I mean, I've played
0: the game, so you, you know, she, I, I always saw her as a Claudia Black type character. Mm. Now, Claudia Black's 50 odd now, so you wouldn't cast her. Also, I think the young lady who's playing her is a much better actress than Claudia Black. Yeah, I think that's um, fair. And she's playing the character very well. But she's just also so small. Yeah. She's so small and young compared she's to Henry Cavill. She's very small yeah. up against Henry Cavill. Yeah.
1: I remember seeing that at one point. She goes up to him and kind I of leans against his chest. And he's like, oh, you're
0: tiny. Yeah. Whereas you are tiny. Video game Yennefer is nearly equal. In, she's, like, she's not as tall as Geralt, but she's pretty
1: tall. I think the actress herself is only 20. Yeah, I think she's Her and or Siri are are very yeah, close. Very you close. see them in behind the scenes mm. stuff. So... Which I was interesting. I
0: wasn't madly impressed by the casting, to be honest. But she's doing a great job. But she's not the Jennifer, I, the Jennifer that, that you had expected. I had expected at or all. Or wanted. I just, I don't believe their relationship because the size and age difference is so
1: obvious. Mm. It um, is quite different. <laughs> and,
0: you know. It's funny that I nearly feel I have to justify the fact that I'm saying Hollywood should cast
1: older women as love interests for older men. Well, that's interesting <laughs> because... Well, that's, that's that's one of the big problems with Hollywood, isn't it? There's quite often a, a disparate... I'm looking forward to the new James Bond because I don't know who they're going to cast to be his, his young lady love. Alan mm-hmm. Armas looks like she's maybe... Going to be the the interest of this one. Uh, yeah, man. She's very young compared to Daniel Craig. Yeah, she is. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, uh, I mean, this is en- a common folly. Uh, the funny thing about Henry Cavill is he's not as old as
0: you might think he is. He's only thirty two or thirty three. He, he looks younger looks lo- in I think the he show. Looks older. Oh, okay. okay, okay. But I still think he looks way too old and way too yeah. big for the relationship. He's thirty three.
1: He's thirty three. Is he?
0: Mm. Yeah, he's surprisingly young. Yeah. Anyway, that's my complaint about Jennifer. But it's fine. My she's, she's complaint the about show. the show, and yes, this
1: is a mild spoiler for the TV show, so if you mm. don't want a mild spoiler, skip ahead there. Bloody multiple timelines that we didn't know about until later in the thing. Westworld ge- has a lot to answer I'm for. I'm getting very sick of that trope. I'm getting very sick of that. Oh, wait. Oh, oh that was before. These are multiple timelines. Westworld has a lot I've, to answer I've for. I've had enough of that now. Um, I did think the plot itself... Um, was far too like the first book, where it's just a bunch of short stories. Now, Ben, um, how
0: very dare you say that an adaptation was far too like its source material, and then use that as a criticism?
1: Well, I think something in the book that's very much missing from the—excuse oh, me—very uh, much missing from the TV show is a framing device. In the in the book, um, so the the last wish, and I'm just going to segue between the two. All right. Uh, the last wish. The first story of the last wish is the Striga arc. Yeah. Um that we see represented in the show. Mm-hmm. And the Street Arc sees Gerald suffer that Jerry, horrendous yeah. injury to his his neck. Um and then the framing device Can I just th-
0: interrupt you, ben? scientifically is called the Necular Region.
1: The Necular Region. Okay. So <laughs> Jerry takes a hit to the necular region and then he has to recover um at the I think it's the Church of Meth not uh, <laughs> I'm not sure how to say that. And the framing device is him talking to the priestess in um, the church of Mathilde mm-hmm. and they get to kind of his life story yeah exactly Um, it jumps around a lot in the TV show and there's not a centre point until we kind of get the relationship between Geralt and Yennefer and then and it jumps around a lot now it was interesting both characters were really interesting to mm-hmm. watch so it was fine but there's not that satisfaction of an arc tying together or anything like that and, I don't know.
0: and because Geralt and Yennefer are both kind of slightly ageless Yes, it works. But they also do they they to use some uh, media language. Ben, they do lampshade it a little bit.
1: What's what's lampshade? So you're going Lam- to help me out to, there, Mike. To put name.
0: a lampshade on something is to kind of highlight something that's obviously wrong oh. and make a little joke of it. And they and do. And then uh. It's kind of a little agreement with the audience to say, "Look, we know, you know, we know. Let's just have a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge." On. For example, Jennifer Je- and, and 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 Jerry don't age yes or age very slowly yes but Jaskier should age, but he doesn't but he doesn't really so when Yennefer meets Yasker in let's say the most current timeline she says to him the crow's feet are new ah uh... and he says your jokes are old which I think is actually a very good comeback but anyway <laughs> um he doesn't have cross so feet. He looks exactly the same. He looks
1: exactly the same. But also, the characters
0: can see the exact <laughs> yeah. Also, when Yaskir meets Jerry and Jerry's fishing for the, the bottle with the genie in it. Yes. He says, Jerry, what's it been? Years? Yeah.
1: Decades? Months? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he kind of just doesn't know all this. I, I think, you know, it's interesting to have those little asides. I think the, the weakest part of the show is, is probably the the plot. It's just... But the, the writers have already come out and said season two will be a lot tighter mm. because now we have the Siri-Jerry link-up yeah, and, that, and that leads to kind of... And they have to go find Jennifer. Yeah, they have to go find Yennefer. Um And it's a whole thing. I, interestingly, I do actually think it's a wonderful adaptation of the first book. Go I on, think a on, lot of the stories on, are very well on, put together. So... The Striga is taken directly from the first book The whole Striga arc Um, The Sorry my brain's not going to work now um, oh it's actually You give a vague description
0: And I'll help you out The
1: Yennefer meetup Is there The the whole um, Taking over the town mm-hmm. The orgy Everybody The orgy do. is very played up In Netflix It's not nearly as uh, Orgy nude. based In the in the book um, You need something To get those Game of Thrones fans in <laughs> there <laughs> yeah, They definitely did They were like Come on Come on Come on Do you like
0: this song We've tossed a coin we've to got ta-toss. Ta-toss. <laughs> Get over
1: um, Yeah so there's a lot of that um, I actually think Funnily enough it's nice. That, sorry, the whole Renfi arc is in the original collection of stories as well. The Hedgehog Man. Um, no, Renfie is the oh the, lady. the kind of curse lady. Yeah, the curse um, lady. Yeah. And the whole uh, Calante Hedgehog Man mm-hmm. um, Law of Surprise is mm-hmm. is there as well, um, and they're all very well adapted. The only criticism, and it's, it's unavoidable, I suppose, is that they go very quickly in the series well isn't that the nature of TV yes, shows that's the nature of TV shows and that's exactly what it is but they do a very good job in fact I would say they improve on the show quite a bit um, when it comes to certain relationships they, they make them more interesting for example in the, the first in collection Luke. uh Dandelion Chaskir. Mm. And Geralt are very good friends. There's no tension between the two. Mm. They're like best friends. That's, that's their they're a real, relationship. They're
0: a real Hercules and Aeolus. All,
1: almost, yeah, yeah. Almost. They get on very well. There's no tension between them. I think it's much more entertaining to watch Geralt put up with Yasker and mm. then actually have to admit mm. that it's his very good Gradually friend. Gradually develop a friendship. Yes, I think that's a much mm. more interesting tone for the thing to take. Um, I think Calanthe has a much better characterization um, in the TV show in the book. So she's, she's just a very spiteful character mm. in the book. Whereas in this, we very much understand why she's so Salted. keen to cling on to her daughter and so keen to cling on to her granddaughter. And it's, it's, it's a lot more going on. Mm. Um, where I would say we miss out on a couple of things is there's a huge Irish influence in the book. Oh, big order. um who is, uh, which is the nation that aids Sit, Sit, trin, central Central Which is Calanthe's kingdom mm-hmm. They're very much Irish based Their mm-hmm. whole culture Is Celtic And Pagan And Druidic And uh, nautical For some reason They're all, um, all They're all sailors They're they're to What bloody Game of Thrones Iron Island Exactly Exactly it, Same idea um, They're even in the same spot On the map They possibly are They <laughs> um, are <laughs> sure, Yeah And Mouserack Who is Of Indian descent In the He seems to have a very Arabic influence In What's the TV show Ma- Mouserack uh, or mouse. Uh, what's his name Moussack mouse, That's it Moussack In the book It's mouse ruck. Oh is it Or um, E-A-C-H Like Gaelic oh, okay, yeah, like spelling He's a druid He's a Celtic druid oh, So he's He's not um, Of kind of Arabic Middle Eastern mm-hmm. Descent at all oh, um, But it doesn't matter He still has the same Kind of characterization He says on as the Guardian of um of all that kind of stuff it's it's all very interesting michael i really enjoyed it and i think it's a very strong adaptation i would strongly recommend the book michael okay um, hope you like books ben. very enjoyable so many words very enjoyable book uh, to have a read of and you'll get through it quite quickly oh good um, it's well, a lot of pages but it flashes by oh very good big words very well written very well big written text. um which, very well written in polish you mean which uh, yes in, in its original yeah, language it's of polish, polish um translated by a polish person do uh, do, do don't, Can't remember the second Don't do name. it. Ben. Don't do yeah, it. no, I won't be able to get it. Anyway, that brings us to our next segment. What even is The Witcher? Well, I've played the game. Where did it all come bit. from? You have, Michael. Mm. You have the games were kind of uh, very hard. Yes, apparently they are. Yeah, one and two, especially the Dark Souls ish,
0: harder. harder, harder. Yeah, Dark Souls gets more credit for hardness than it really should because you die a lot in Dark Souls, but that's part of the mechanic. Okay, The Witcher is just hard. Okay,
1: it's just a tough game. It's
0: just hard. It's not. Be, because it's ha- it's not hard as a mechanic, like you don't die and improve, and it's just hard. It's real hardcore Polish. That's it. We're making a hard game, and if you don't like it, tough tass. Yeah, yes dem sexy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's caution? Uvaga.
1: <laughs> Uvaga. Uvaga, yes dem sexy. Yes. Um So yeah, uh, the original game came out in two thousand and seven. That was the first Witcher game. So hard. So hard. But it didn't really reach acclaim until Witcher Three. Which is the 3 Wild 2. Hunt, which mm. has become one of the games of the decade, I think, and voted in most of the I think
0: most people voted their game of the decade. Yeah, I think, I
1: think a lot of people went for that. And they're, they're based on the original novels by a Polish author. Now, I will get this wrong. I'm incredibly sorry to any Polish listeners that we have don't that know if we have made any. it through the um, yesh nonsense. <laughs> um Andrzej Zapkowski awesome. is, is the is the name as far as I know, that's I looked probably, up a bunch of pronunciations. That's probably pretty close. And tried to to get him down. He originally wrote the books in nineteen. Uh, Sorry, it's written here. The nineteen oh, hundreds. The nineteen hundreds. Four score and. Seven years ago. Uh, Uh, Oh, where's it gone? I had it written down. Ben, your little notebook says Podcast 2020 on it. It does. (laughs) Look, look, it's a repurposed notebook because I didn't want to buy a new one, Michael, because I had an old one that I hadn't finished. So I've got a little red clip here because we're saving the environment here at the podcast. We don't want to waste all that paper. Um, But anyway, it was in 1993 when The Last Wish came out. So long ago. And chronologically speaking, that's not um, when the first story came out. The Sword of Destiny was the original Geralt. Um, kind of introduction but now in canon in canon you love canon this is where you start 1993 okay. so 1993 93 is when it's done so CD Projekt Red were the developers of the game came found these stories absolutely loved them and mm-hmm. said hey Andres yeah. can, we, can we make a little game out of this yeah, and Andres was. was like oh video games what a silly thing they couldn't possibly make any money you I'll messes. take a one off payment please and then <laughs> as we said game of the decade mm. for a lot of people and now he's kind of like oh Oh, I've buggered that. Oh, <laughs> I've gone and bloody Listen, lads, it. uvaga. You want to make sure you get your rights. So now, apparently, mm-hmm. uh, they're making a Witcher 4. Mm. And they have to renegotiate with him. But they've Good. agreed to do that. Um, look,
0: they, they sleep on piles of cash at this they've, stage. Yeah,
1: they've agreed to do that, um, which I thought was very nice of them as a group. They said, look, Andres needs a, a renegotiation. But he did have a lawsuit against them at one point. They, they oh. did have a little bit of a legal a dispute tip. over that. A real
0: um, a real Bill
1: Finger situation. And I think he was talked out of dropping it. I think he was convinced mm. that settled out of whatever. Um, but now he's got that Netflix money. That's sweet, sweet. Did he get the money? uh, Well, his publishing house. And I'm assuming he would receive something. Because they have nothing to do with the game. Uh, He retains the rights to... Uh, Geralt, he is allowed to do with that what Mm -hmm. he will. It's not like a HBO George Orr Martin thing where they have a lot of the merchandising rights now Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I think he retains all that. He owns Geralt still. Um, Yeah, I think it's still him. Except for video games. Um, He has been quoted as saying that he loves Henry Cavill's portrayal of the Witcher. Um, He had a very interesting parallel. He said, just like uh, Viggo Mortensen gave his face to Aragorn, Mm. uh, Henry Cavill will now forever be Geralt of Rivia.
0: I'm really happy for Henry Cavill.
1: I think he deserves one I think he's <laughs> he been He needed a win didn't I think he? he needed a win He's been uh, Henry Cavill is often One of the most charming things About anything he's in Yeah um, And I think he had to Remind everybody with Mission Impossible 5 Fallout yeah. Fallout mm-hmm. He was great in that Like he was a he, very good villain He was good in The Man from Uncle He was great in The Man from Uncle Which I really enjoyed And I think mm-hmm. you really enjoyed as well But the world didn't He was hampered as Superman Yeah Look I, I think he got a, a rough deal there Not his fault um, I think he got a rough deal there um, he did a pretty good job in Man of Steel. He was the best thing about Man of Steel. Um, everything else was bloody awful. Not very, <laughs> um, not very good at all. Not very but good at all. But look, he needed the win. He did, and he got, one. and he got one. Yeah, and he got one on TV. So, Michael, the reason we're here, and what oh, I thought would make for a very philosophical, uh, question. yes, it is, it is. Um, the reason we're here, Michael, is because uh, of Raid Shadow Legends. It's because of Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> so this is, week's episode. No, is don't monster. don't do it. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Michael, that was very good. Yeah. Um, we were watching a video earlier about how Red Shadow Legends are a bit... Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, what we thought we would do for this episode, Michael, because everyone's probably seen the show now, and what's the point in reviewing a show that came out about three weeks ago? No point. Um, so we thought we'd take a look at it's some good. of the, the lore... <laughs> Yeah. Um, and break it down because as I said friend of the podcast and the Sam to my Dean um, Connor said look when he gave me the book he goes look I've read them all I think they're great and you're a bloody lore nerd so you'll probably enjoy all those obscure European references that I just mm-hmm. couldn't be bothered with and I, I did Michael I Good. enjoyed them immensely so I went and found out a couple of things and what we thought we'd do Michael yeah. if we break down a
0: bit of lore for you yeah, so like, like, what, take a look at some influences yeah. what even is The Witcher
1: and see how they're treated in both different worlds mm. um so Number one, Michael, let's start where it all began. Bloody Strigas. Striga. Bloody bloody Strigas. Yeah. Um, Strigas are, well, there's a lot of different names for them. There's Strizge, which I think I'm pronouncing correctly. Probably not. Sounds like the same thing Uh, then. Yes. And then there's Strigoi. Uh, Strigoy you've probably heard before because it's mentioned in Bram Stoker's Dracula mm-hmm. and you being the avid Bram Stoker fan that you are, mm-hmm. Michael you and all your t-shirts and your other tiny room dedicated to Bram Stoker um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so they're kind of vampire demon hybrid things they're very strange they're not quite vampires in yeah, the traditional
0: in Skyrim as well, I think they probably are I think they're the um, vampire family in Skyrim if yeah, I remember so they're a correctly.
1: traditional Eastern European vampire monster thing mm-hmm. um, but they also come from a thing called a so there's an interesting combination of two different monsters here. There's a thing called a myling in uh, Slavic um, in Slavic folklore. Mm-hmm. And that's a, a pre-baptism death. The baby comes back and haunts the house of oh, no. where it should have been. And they feature in the game The Witcher 3. They're this strange little bulbous kind of deformed creatures that mm. crawl around and feed on mothers Yeah it's bloody twisted um, so it's kind of a combination of both of those and it's almost like a werewolf curse as well I suppose there's a little bit of werewolf thrown in there mm-hmm. for good measure so in the comic book or not in the comic book in the in the book the uh, Striga belongs to Volsist um, it's his Kind of bastard daughter from an incestuous relationship, Ugh. and she was cursed by someone. You're you're not actually sure of the origin of the curse in the book. Doesn't it matter don't know where it came from. Um, it. But in the in the series, they make it very clear that bloody dickhead who loved the sister mm-hmm. went and cursed it. So Geralt takes that down in much the same fashion. But that's where it comes from. It's an Eastern European vampire demon thing. He mixed with a miling. Um, the other big one that we see at the start of the series is a Kikimora. Kikimura. Um, which is the big spider looking yokai. I thought that was Japanese, Michael. I, I was it convinced sounds Japanese. I thought it had a very Japanese sounding name. Not at all. I
0: thought it was uh, a young Irish woman that we met oh. on Fet Life. You know Kikimora. Kiki <laughs> but We have to stop inviting Kikimora. <laughs> <laughs> Kikimora, we have to stop inviting her over.
1: Oh, kinky Moira. Um, <laughs> anyway, what were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I really enjoyed that, Michael. Um, this is completely different um, to in her, actual yeah. lore. She was, a- she was a bit intense. <laughs> she was a bit much. I wouldn't have minded her she kept putting ball gags in my mouth. We I have know. to do a podcast, Michael. It yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> no um, doesn't work like that. Mm hmm. Uh, Kiki Mora is another Slavic spirit and it's uh, a female spirit. That's that's the point. They're never trust a female spirit. <laughs> never then. trust a female spirit, especially if she mentions ball gags twice a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> but look, um, they're very different in actual lore and the witcher lore they're in not the, a big stabby spider in the witcher they're a big stabby spider thingy. Mm-hmm. now they do come from swamps they're known to mm. to haunt swamp grounds and things like that and homes in swamps but they're more of a poltergeist they're more of a kind of slavic ah, poltergeist creature they're not a big stabby uh, spider not at all oh, not, not a at shame. all that was kind of created for the games I think to give you something a bit more to sink your teeth into mm-hmm. um, and certainly in the books as well because he has it on strapped to the back of his horse um, so it's a big bloody grey thing Um one of the more interesting monsters That we see in this Michael Is one of the intelligent ones And uh, Henry Cavill Puts it very aptly He says You are an intelligent one He does it You absolute fuckhead You absolute fuckhead Come Let's on do Let's, have you, have, you, you Let's have you
0: Fucking blue belt And jujitsu You fuckhead
1: that's the sylvan The sylvan we've seen everywhere Um, You you find that kind of half goat, half man thing In just about every mythology you can get your hands on Mr. Bloody Tumnus Mr. Bloody Tumnus from the the Narnia Chronicles Mm -hmm. Um, It's a Greek origin thing It's a satyr um, Or a faun Or whatever you're having yourself The top half is a man The bottom half is a goat Um, The head is a man goat Traditionally associated with pan And this one um, It's exactly the same Big penchant for mischief, mm-hmm. loves a bit of mischief. That's leaned on a lot more heavily in the book. We get a lot more fleshed out version of who the Sylvan is. You and, mean, he's a fatter man? <laughs> much fatter man, he's a big fatter um, goat man. Yeah, um, one of the more interesting characters that we see Michael in the in the show is the yeah. doppelganger. Yeah. Um and the doppelganger Dockle- the the, the doppelganger which is yeah. similar to a doppelganger. <laughs> I thought he was an excellent addition to the show. He is not in the last wish but he does appear later in I the don't remember thing. who you're talking about. Um the guy who becomes mouse. Oh, that that asshole. Yeah, that that's son of a gun. No I good. thought it was Rami Malek at the start of the show in the mirror. You know where you see yeah, him in his yeah, kind of handsome form that, or the yeah. form that he likes. Mm-hmm. I thought that was Rami Malek. Mm. It's not. No. Um but anyway, the doppelganger is of German origin, as we've covered before on this podcast. You Michael. love a doppelganger, Ben. Love a doppelganger. You'll bring a doppelganger into literally any conversation. I love a doppelganger. It's uh. 90% of what I do in life, Michael, is I just <laughs> drop doppelgangers into conversation. Uh. Um, so there's a whole bunch of different things. They they have a huge kind of Slavic, Scandinavian background. Um, and mostly, it depends. If you go through Finnish folklore, they're actually a guardian spirit. A doppelganger is there to look after people. Oh, that sounds nice. Um, and it, what's really interesting about the show is it kind of takes things from another one. There's an Irish version of a doppelganger called a fetch. hmm And a fetch is, is an ill omen of death. Oh, God. Um, it means you're going to die. If you see yourself, you're going to die. Oh, no. Um, that's the way it works. But it's interesting. They've taken all these different influences and put it in one character, Michael. Mm-hmm. Because we have the doppelganger who at the beginning is sent as an assassin. Mm-hmm. That's insane. And when you see your doppelganger, mm-hmm. he'll transform uh, into you yeah, and then yeah, he'll be able to yeah, kill you. Yeah. So the what fetch influence is very much there. But more interestingly, yeah. Michael, cool. by the end of the arc and yeah. big spoilers for the episode with the doppelganger, he turns out to defend Siri. He lets her go yeah. and he tries to take out... What's his name? I don't know. The bad guy. The big bad guy. Yeah. Um, and that makes Malfoy. him more of a traditional Finnish kind of guardian doppelganger. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of interesting lore being mixed together there. And... Um, one of the big ones that we see in both the book and in the TV show, are we out of time? No, no, we're, no, we're not. We're um, is the djinn. Um, and we all know what gins are, you Michael. We love a bit of djinn. Oh, I love a bit of gin. Love a bit. I'm on djinn right now, Michael. <laughs> um, and that's Arabic in origin, Middle Eastern in origin. Um, they're big, bloody wish granting things. Mm-hmm. Um, what I liked about this was it's a bloody dangerous thing to summon a yeah, djinn, don't Michael. Be and with only a bloody strong, proper magician can bloody go around yeah, doing it, Michael. Don't be doing um, that. And there's a lot of that going on there. Um, They have a huge tradition um, in Middle Eastern folklore. There are lots of different types. Uh, Big blue ones in Aladdin. And um, not like the big blue ones in Watchmen. Not the same thing. Um, But yeah, so we see them a lot in uh, things. They're contractually obligated to kind of command... Uh, and do things that they're told Yeah. and if you don't, don't like if you, it though. but if you muck it up mm-hmm. oh boy they'll get you they'll get you like Satan. oh they'll get you um, one of the things I really enjoyed about the last wish in the book is you get a much more fleshed out kind of background on a lot of the lore and it turns out the reason that gins attack your throat like we see what you ask here in the mm-hmm. show is they don't want you to make your wish oh. they're trying to stop you from making the but, wish but that's not what's happening um, in the show Ben that's, been, that's not what happened in the show Um, I think Carol makes the wish that Geralt he can't says, sing yeah, anymore yeah, yeah I wish he'd and, shut up yeah, or something like that's that. a very different way of done in the book but anyway mm. look it doesn't matter it's all very interesting and the last one that we saw Michael that I, I found really interesting is when Siri and her elfin friend find their way to bro- the forest of Brooklyn. Broccoli Broccoli bro- Broccoli the Broccoli Forest and yeah. um, and we find the, the kind of elvish, the last of the elvish people yeah. or something like that hiding in the forest. They reminded me of Amazons quite a bit, Michael. I thought yeah, there was a really strong yeah. Amazon influence mm-hmm. uh, going through there. I really enjoyed the series, Michael. I enjoyed the book even more. I recommend them both
0: thoroughly. The game is very good, too, because you get a little yeah. bestiary when you meet horrible monsters oh, and stuff and the kill them. Bestiary. There's also ghouls, don't forget.
1: Oh, yes, I forgot about the ghouls, Michael. Mm, they were The pricks. ghouls feature heavily in quite a few places. They, oh, they get Gerald and El run for his money. Neil mm-hmm. Ghouls. Devourers of the Dead. Yeah humans who've
0: been cursed by their own really? actions
1: generally yeah oh I didn't know that yeah. no Michael. Well, oh look you've taught me something new mm. oh how enjoyable ladies yeah. and gentlemen did uh, you I toss a coin to your witcher toss a coin to your witcher O oh valley of plenty a friend to humanity <laughs> the edge of the when I now what is it I can't remember doesn't matter anyway ladies and gentlemen did you enjoy The Witcher? Did yes, you enjoy I the did. TV I'm show? Did about. you enjoy seeing Henry Cavill in the bloody nip in a bathtub? Um, what did you think of Yennefer of Wengerberg? Yennefer. Um, mm. And so on and so mm. forth. What did you think of all these? What did you think of Triss? I thought Triss was very hard done by in the old show. Yeah, I she, got a she bit was hard a great done by, character. Didn't she? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, didn't think it was great. Kind of a toss away character. Doesn't feature in the original story with the Striga at all. She has no. nothing to do with it. They just kind of shoved her in, Sh- in the show. Triss in there. Um, what did you think did you enjoy it what did you enjoy over the Christmas watching period are you a huge Cats the musical fan yes are you a huge Cats the the bloody film production fan yes I am what are you a fan of ladies and gentlemen Uh, as always look New year, new us, new season, yeah. new everything, ladies and gentlemen. Except content. <laughs> Except same, content. Same, same content. tired format yeah. as before. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to give us a belated Christmas present, you yeah. can give us a couple of reviews. If you're listening to us on YouTube, mm-hmm. um, bloody give us a an like and subscribe. Yeah. We'd love it. If you're listening to us on Spotify, follow us on Spotify. Do, give yeah. us a little, um, a little follow. If you're then. listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please. Please we beseech you Toss a coin to your podcast And give us a review Okay We need those reviews They put us up at the top of the list If you don't enjoy our content Don't give us a review Don't leave us alone you can get in touch with us in many many places if there's a topic you'd like to hear discussed if there's something that's been scratching your brain if you Mm -hmm. need a if you need a little bit of help with something if you want to understand a trope or some lore get in touch with me if you want to talk about cats get in touch with Michael you can do it on Instagram at Shomra Bug S-E-O-M-R-A-B-E-A-G or you can find us at no I said Instagram or you can find us at our website where you can keep up to date with all of our various podcasts and shows at Shomra Bug S-E-O-M-R-A-B-E-A-G dot com me in the tiny room of Irish. Ladies and gentlemen, this was our first episode of the new year. Thank you for sticking with us. We're now in our third year as a podcast, Season which is three. bloody bizarre. Ladies and gentlemen, have a great old time. Bye bye.
0: And you forgot to tell them about Collecting
1: Issues on Wednesday. Oh, there's Collecting Issues on Wednesday <laughs> where we take a look at Lucifer, the Vertigo reboot of the series. Nothing like the Netflix adaptation. Check it out. It's bloody grim and dark and dreary. And then have a read of it. And then give us an L listen on Wednesday if you haven't had enough of us. That's it for this week, ladies and gentlemen. Bye bye.
0: Bye now.